0: Welcome back to the Sneaky Plays podcast. It's been a long time coming, boys. What's going on?
1: Doing well, fellas. Missed y'all. It's been a crazy year, as we all know it. Uh, Very happy to be back talking about football, though, even without fans. It's still still nice to have.
2: And season three. I mean, this, this all really started with a text to O'Shea and a Twitter account that I started and did not do well. <laughs> and then Tino takes it over. And, I mean, we're on season three now. So, it started as an idea. And look at us now.
0: Yeah, I mean, season three. I mean, that's crazy. That's crazy. It just makes me feel old. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I've been out of college for that long, I guess. Uh, oof. Since 2017. <laughs> Holy. What? Uh, well... I mean, you know, sports have been crazy. You know, uh, NBA is boycotting right now. MLB teams are even stepping up and, and doing that. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen with the NFL now. You know, I mean, yeah, we can project that there's a season, but, you know, with with COVID plus, plus all this stuff going on, um, it's, we have no idea what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, it's a play-by-play deal. Um. Certainly, we can all hope for the best. Um. You know, it's uh, as much as you know. I think a bubble has clearly been proven to be the best. Uh, to, way to get this done. Um, it's not really feasible to do in the NFL with the the roster sizes. Um, and just you know, having to play a full season. You know, being away from your family for at least four months. Um, that wasn't something that was in the card. So we can all just hope that uh you know, the players and the coaches make the best decisions, um, take, you know, some personal responsibility and, uh, take it seriously. So, you know, they can, they can play out, you know, their season and, um, you know, play the sport that they love and make money. And, you know, obviously we can all watch it and, you know, enjoy the, the, the football on Sundays that we love.
2: Yeah. I think if anything, I mean, we all died for sports, you know, in some sense, those few months without it. And then, Now that it's back and everything going on in the world, but I think football, if anything is what this country needs, you know, something where we all come together for our teams, you know, bashing our teams, loving our teams, whatnot. I mean, is there one thing that brings this country together like football? I I don't think so. I agree. I, I don't think any other sport really does it right. Football brings everybody from all walks of life together. I mean, you know, as an Eagles fan, right. Morris, you, I'm sure go to work or at lunch break or what, and, talk about everything. Air oh, Eagles that's all related. I'm talking about. Tino from as
1: August to January.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Tino, as a Jets fan, I know maybe not in Virginia where you are, but I know around here, everybody's talking Jets or Giants. Can't shut it up, you know, no matter how bad or how good they are. And yeah. for the Packers, I mean, it's – you can't – everybody's tweeting about Aaron Rodgers already, you know, just from him going back to his video from the other day uh, from 2010, you know, trying to correct his mistakes and whatnot. I mean, there's nothing like football, in just my opinion, that brings this country together.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, football in general, watching it on Sundays, plus the fantasy aspect, the betting aspect. I mean, I think it's probably the, you know, top of my head, sport that's most bet on, the um, sport that most money's thrown at in regards to fantasy, DraftKings, all that. So, um, I mean, you know, it's a worldwide phenomenon now. I mean, it's in London, it's, you know, it's it's across the globe, so... Um, I'm excited for the season I hope hope things can get rolling uh, right away and um, I mean we're going to get rolling right now and we're going to start with the West divisions projections and whatnot Um, we're going to start with the NFC West and we're going to start with a team that made it all the way to the Super Bowl last year and choked slightly San Francisco 49ers.
1: definitely a little bit of a
0: joke yeah Morris I'll I'll Um, let you you start
1: so uh I mean yeah the Niners obviously we know um went to the Super Bowl last year kind of came out of nowhere I mean I don't think anyone was expecting you know what what they go 13 and 3 last year um number one seed in the NFC got to the Super Bowl I think people thought they would be improved but not that good um I actually see a little bit of a step back for them this year I still think they'll be good um probably a playoff team especially with the the expanded playoffs this year um adding that extra wild card um so i could see i, I see 10 wins probably um, i think they might have overachieved a bit last year i think 10 is probably uh, where they sit this year a little tougher schedule um i mean jimmy g is the focus for me um i mean can he you know is he going to be that guy that can win them games not just you know manage games because we all know they love to run the ball Kyle Shanahan, um, you know, and kind of that zone, zone running scheme, um, where you sort of can just plug and play any running back, whoever, you know, has the hot hand, Raheem Mostert, Tevin Coleman, whoever, Jeff Wilson, even whoever it may be, um, is going to be, you know, handling the, the the carries there. Um, but can Jimmy G step up and make more plays? I think, um, you know, he did it at times last year, but there were also times where, you know, clearly you could see that that Shanahan didn't fully trust him. Um, and the Super Bowl I think was, was one of those examples, um, not to say that it was all on him. Certainly, you know, their defense, you know, was supposed to be one of the best in the league. Um, blew a 10-point fourth-quarter lead. Um, gave up a couple touchdowns in a row to the Chiefs. But Jimmy G, you know, he wasn't able to bring him back. And I know that's just one game. But, uh, I mean, he's kind of, you know, where all eyes are focused on me for this year. Um, obviously, I mean, Kittle with the huge extension, you would expect another huge season from him. Um, you know, maybe even better. I mean, the guy's, you know, he's, what's he, 25, 26 years old. Going into his fourth year, I think. I mean, he's only getting better. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Jimmy G, I think, is the is the key to their success there. Um, while I still think they'll be good, um, I expect a little bit of a step back from them.
2: Yeah, I agree. Uh, I do expect a little bit of a step back also. I can't stand the 49ers. So let me just get that out right now. Absolutely <laughs> despise them, right? Um, but they did add Trent Williams this year to a already loaded offensive line. Um, and, in my opinion, I think Jimmy G needs to play a lot better. and. I think, how do they make up for Emmanuel Sanders now leaving and going to the Saints, right? They drafted Brandon Ayuk out of Arizona State. Uh, Also mad at the 49ers for doing that because that was the Packers target. Uh, But can he step up as a rookie and kind of take over those snaps? I don't know. I expect a big year out of George Kittle. Defense is loaded always. You know, they always play a great game. I think this defense will carry them a lot. But Jimmy G's really got to step up this year. Um, The over-under – this year so I took the over unders of all the teams we'll talk about tonight the oh, wow. over under for the, for the 49ers is 10 and a half I have them going over I feel like they'll do uh, 11 to five this year mm. but based off your prediction, Morris you have them going under 10 and a half
1: yeah I like the under there I, I could see I, 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 like, I see 10 um, but if anything I would probably go nine more likely than 11 just without how competitive this division is too I mean I think this is honestly the most competitive Deep is probably the best division in all of football.
0: I actually have them over as well at eleven and five. Um, I do think a key loss for them was, you know, the loss of Manny Sanders to the Saints. Um, obviously, a veteran presence, not so much their best wide receiver, but a veteran presence in the wide receiver room. Um, uh, but I think, and also, Brendan Ayuk is injured right now, so I don't know his his uh, status for Week One or, or the the first few weeks. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, to me, they got some under-the-radar fantasy options, which is kind of my forte here. And I think Kendrick Bourne is actually going to take a huge step up in regards to actually being a go-to weapon at the start of the year because we don't know what Debo Samuel is going to be ready, um, what week he's going to be ready for. So, um, I mean, Kendrick Bourne had the same amount of receiving touchdowns as George Kittle last year. Wow,
1: really? How many were there?
0: six each seven it was was around six or seven each top of my head um and so he's gonna have to take a huge step up if both these guys can't go week one week two week three so um i mean you know and and that's going to come down to jimmy g as well you know can he play without these key weapons to start the year you know um i think he's gotten significantly better throughout his career um he proved that he wasn't a bum, basically, last year. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't a fluke when he came over there and won those five games before he tore his ACL. So um, I like Jimmy G to take a little bit of a step up, but the 49ers to take a little bit of a step back, I mean, we can't expect them to repeat, you know, that golden year from last year. So I have them at 11-5. and five. Um, I could see where, you know, you think 10-6 and six is, is, a, is a feasible thing. So um, I don't know if they're that Super Bowl team again you know from last year so no. i think they're i think they're a playoff team i don't know if they're a super bowl team right now agreed agreed all right let's move on to a team that was slightly disappointing last year um in all of our eyes the los angeles rams mm. what do you what do you they think are. about them morris
1: I'm down on the Rams too, man. Um, not not that I'm down on the Niners, but I don't think they'll be as good as they were uh, a year ago. Um, but the Rams, I think, are the worst team in this division. Actually, um, I think Arizona is much improved. We'll touch on them um, in a little bit here. Um, but Rams, I just I don't know. Man. It seems like a team that's it's a little bit stale right now. Um, you know, the McVay thing, obviously, you know, it was huge when it jumped onto the scene. Um, you know, they had two phenomenal years there. Obviously, went to the Super Bowl the one year. Um, and fell off last year, you know, you could attribute some of that to a Super Bowl hangover, sure. Um, but I just don't know. I mean, you know, when you come into the league like that um, and you, you've got all these fresh, new, innovative offensive ideas, which are great, um, but, you know, naturally defenses are going to figure some of that stuff out. Um, coordinators are going to study that. And, you know, as time goes on over a couple of years, you know, you're going to have to adjust to it um, because defenses are going to get smarter and they're going to adapt. But, you know, as much as I trust McVeigh. I just – I mean, Goff, to me, it's just not – I think we might have already seen the best of him, honestly. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure. You know, he's they've locked him into a huge deal there. Um, they've got all the receivers coming back. Um, Woods, Cup, um, Cooks, is, uh, Cooks is gone. Um, but Josh Reynolds, who's, you know, was more than capable fourth receiver uh, before. Um, but just – I mean – I, I don't know. I, it's a team that just has gone a little bit stale to me. Um, Wade Phillips is gone as the D coordinator, too. Um, you know, and obviously they relied heavily on the running game with Gurley, you know, in those early years of, of the McVay um, golf teams. And, you know, he was not the same last year, obviously. Now he's gone. And I, I don't, you know, the, I, I like some of the, you know, I like Daryl Henderson, third-round pick from a year ago. I know, you know, we talked about him a decent amount last year. Um, he flashed a little bit here and there. Um, I think he could be a, a good option going forward. Um, but I just don't, I, I, I don't know what their over-under is. I'm sure Dom has that, um, but I, I only see, I see, I, I think this is a 500 team. I think this is an eight win team, um, possibly even seven. I gotta be honest. It's there's a chance that they don't have a winning record. Um, I do like Cooper Cup for fantasy. Still um, going to catch a ton of balls. Um, if he stays healthy, he's golf's number one. He's his favorite target. Um, and I don't see any reason why he wouldn't have a, you know, a huge year. Um, probably even going to get more balls with with Cooks gone, um, and the tight ends too. I mean, they they were more heavily involved last year too. At the end of the year, um, so I think H- Higby and Everett, um, you know, kind of as, as defenses take away um, the deep ball with this team, um, especially without Cook stretching the field. I think those tight ends could be you know a better play um, week in and week out. But yeah, I, I got to be honest, I'm not I'm not loving the Rams this year.
0: Yeah, so. um I'm not loving the Rams, but I I am liking them. I actually think – I mean, last year, you know, even – we thought they stunk last year, right? But they ended up with the 11th best team offense after some miserable starts. Um, I mean, Todd Gurley really couldn't get going on the ground. Um, McVay looked like he wanted to throw the ball every play. It it didn't really make a lot of sense what they were doing. Um, But they ended up, you know, in the long run going 9-7, you know, having an okay year, um, I think I think they might be a little bit better. I don't I don't know how much better, but I think um, I think golf is is the key here. Can he take some sort of step up and? I mean, just not throw ducks. I mean, you yeah. know, like just Those small hands. Yeah, just make some key throws, some tight window throws. I mean, Cooper Cup is extremely talented. Bobby Woods is extremely talented. I mean, he has two tight ends that can pass catch in uh, Gerald Everett and Tyler Higby. Um, they just drafted Cam Akers as well for running back. I think he's going to end up taking that starting role. Um, Dale Henderson has been hurt throughout camp a little bit. Um, he's, he is extremely talented as well. So I think they, you know, over the course of the next three seasons, they can have a nice solid one, two punch there. Um, but right now, I mean, they also have Malcolm Brown veteran presence in that running back room. So, I mean, I definitely don't hate their weapons. Like, just like last year, we were like, they have so many good weapons. What's going on, you know? Yeah. Um, so if they can kind of fix some, you know, fine tweak some of those things and golf can make some tight window throws. And McVeigh can balance the offense a little bit more. Um, I see. I see a solid football team. So much talent. Uh, defense needs to take a little bit of a step up as well. Um, I mean that you know they lost Gurley, so on offense. But I think he's on the tail end of of his career with his knee issues. Could so, be. I mean, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's a loss, but it's not like oh my god, we just lost the greatest player to ever walk to Earth. You know, it's mm. like mm. you know someone that was you know, regressing in their offense. So I have them at nine and seven and, you know, I, I could see them, I guess, going in eight, eight. like you said, if, yeah, you know, with the parity in this division, I mean, we'll talk about both the Seahawks and the Cardinals, you know, I mean, this division is, it's just, you know, there's yeah, no great. team that's really going to just crush someone. I think there's gonna be a lot of splits, a lot of one-on-one records in the division against each team. Mm-hmm. So that's going to have a lot to do with it. Um but, yeah, with the expanded playoffs, you know, anyone has really a shot. And I think this division has the best shot at having multiple teams within the playoffs. So, um, I mean, we'll see with the Rams. You know, it's it's going to really depend on their start. And then, like I said, Jared Goff, is, he's, he's the key. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the Seattle Seahawks. Um, you know, a good football team from last year. Uh you know they went on that little nice little run. Russell Wilson was out of control <laughs> at some points. Uh, he was unlimited. Um. Yes, sir.
1: <laughs> Arguably the best quarterback in football, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, he's he's definitely up there. Um, so last year their defense, you know, which is crazy because seven years ago you're talking Legion of Boom, best defense in the world ever. Blah blah blah. And now last year. 22nd in team defense or maybe take a huge step up offensively and you're like how you're just like how could they have possibly done that with yeah. Tyler Lockett and you know DK Metcalf and Will Disley as their tight end to start the year yes, and then great Jake, before he got hurt yep and then Jacob Hollister as their tight end mm-hmm. to end the year you're like how are they doing all of this but Russell Wilson man Russell Wilson was getting yeah. it done so What's your take on the Seahawks? Are they going to improve, kind of stay the same? You know, like we talked about, a lot of parity in this division. So where where do you kind of have them at? Who are some of the key players?
1: So I I like the Seahawks this year. Um, I I think that they are probably, in my mind, the favorites to win this division. Um, I think that, yeah, like I said, I think San Francisco taking a little bit of a step back, probably be a wild card team. Rams, I think, are around 500, maybe even slightly below. We'll miss the playoffs. Um, The Seahawks are my pick to win this division. Um, I think they got the best quarterback in the division, you know, one of the top three quarterbacks in football, I think. Um, And I like the way they filled out the rest of the roster. I mean, obviously the Jamal Adams trip is huge because like you said, I mean, you know, you go back a few years ago, Legion of Boom defense, um, you know, that place was so intimidating to go into. It still is, um, even though there won't be any fans this year, obviously. Um, but when that defense would just get rowdy at home and, you know, I mean, you felt like it was impossible to score, especially if they got a lead, um, you know, and the crowd would get rocking and they'd unleash that pass rush. And that wasn't their defense the last couple of years. Um, they obviously disbanded that. And that's really kind of been, you know, the Achilles heel of their team, because as Wilson has kind of taken these steps forward, um, like you said, DK Metcalf, one of the most exciting young receivers in the game, um, Lockett's always going to, you know, be, be his consistent self catch, you know, 65, 70, 75 balls a year. Um, so they really have done a nice job, you know, filling out, you know, the, the roster on the offensive end with good young players. Um, and I like the Greg Olson addition a lot too. I think that's going to be huge for this team. Um, you know, they've always kind of liked to use the tight end and, you know, they've had, you know, they've had different cast of characters over the years. Um, obviously they had the Jimmy Graham experiment there for a couple of years, which was, he was okay for them. Um, obviously he was overpaid, but still had decent production. Um, you know, we've seen guys like Luke Wilson, Will Disley, obviously, last year, Jacob Hollister, you know, kind of – they like to plug in these random tight ends that could play. Um, and I think with, with Greg Olson, a guy with more talent, you know, more, you know, veteran experience um, playing that position, I think he could be a favorite of Russell Wilson this year, especially in the red zone. Um, I think you could look for him to have, you know, somewhere around eight, possibly, you know, you know, you know optimistically looking maybe double-digit touchdowns this year if he stays healthy. Um, we know that's always been a problem of his. But, uh, yeah, and I mean I, – I just love, I mean, I love Wilson and I think this is the most stable team in the division. Um, obviously, like I said, the Jamal Adams trade really lifts this defense um, from, you know, kind of just being mediocre to, I think possibly they could, they could have an outstanding defense again. Pass rush is still, you know, could be a little questionable. Um, but, you know, those linebackers there with Bobby Wagner and KJ Wright, they're really the staples of the Legion of Boom era that are still there. Um, and an improved secondary with, with Jamal Adams. Um they returned Quandre Deggs, too, who they acquired last year from Detroit. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I like the Seahawks a lot. I think this is the team to beat in the division. Um, and, you know, offensively, don't forget about Chris Carson, too, as a fantasy standout. It's um, had a couple injuries over the last few years, got hurt at the end of last year, missed the rest of the year. Um, but he really is a bell cow when, you know, when he's in there. And, you know, Carlos Hyde, too, who they acquired. Rashad Penny's going to start the year on pop. So look for Carson to even get more work um, and continue, I think, you know, his, his blossoming young career.
0: Yeah. So the the Seahawks for me are probably, you know, even with the parody, I guess, kind of the team to be in this division. I think, you know, they're going to be the team. I mean, they play the, if I'm not mistaken, the AFC East this year. So uh, yep. I think teams that they're better than. Um, you know, even as a Jets fan, I mean, they're definitely better than the Jets, better than the Dolphins, better than the Bills, and probably even better than the Patriots this year. So you could look at four wins in that division alone, um, and then with the splits in the NFC West with who they play, you know, you're, you're looking already at eight, eight, nine wins right there. So if they can beat some other tough teams. Um, you I mean they'll have a hell of a year. I have them pegged at 11 and five. I, f- I feel that's pretty reasonable for them. Um, you know, with the beating up on each other in this division. Um, yeah, obviously a key addition is Jamal Adams. I mean, as a Jets fan, it was, you know, slightly heartbreaking to see him go because he's such a talented player. Um, but I mean, you no, know, he is a safety. <laughs> so yeah, you know, it wasn't like, uh, you know, we lost our quarterback or whatever, but, um, you know, Jamal Adams is, is a solid player. He's gonna help that defense you know, a lot. Uh he's gonna help him in, in the rush defense as well. I mean, the way he tackles and gets to the line so quickly and just reads the plays, it's 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 unreal, honestly. So he can help this linebacking core as well. I know he's played some snaps at linebacker even. Um he's gonna help his defense go a long way and take a step up, which will be a huge part for this team. Um, you know, fantasy wise. I think it's whoever wins the tight end job, you know. I don't know if they're going to roll with, like, multiple tight ends um, because, you know, Pete Carroll doesn't really like to just pick one tight end. It's kind of whoever has the hot hand,
2: and that's who he goes
0: with. So, you know, I think in, you know, if you realize that, you know, Jacob Hollister has won the job or whatever, he's going to be fine for DraftKings plays. He's going to be, what, $3,000, $3,500 at most? Oh, yeah.
1: He'll be a key play. Every he's, week. he's gonna
0: be a he's gonna be a great under the radar play, um, come this season. So, and then Tyler Lockett is like, for me, the fantasy guy, um, besides Russell Wilson, obviously. So, I I mean, I like Lockett more than Metcalf. Um, I think people are still way up on the hype train for Metcalf. I think he's very good. Um, but I think I think Lockett gets on you know underappreciated in that offense. I mean he he made some catches last year that you were like, "How is that even possible?" Oh, you know, dude, like... <laughs> I saw it
1: firsthand in that playoff game against the I mean, it's a one-man show. He couldn't stop him.
0: Yeah, I mean, just just unreal. The guy's super super athletic. So, um, if this offense clicks the way it could, and then the defense gets a little bit better, I mean, you know, they're they're a guaranteed playoff team. So, um, I like them at eleven and five. Uh, I could see ten and six, or even twelve and four. You know, it just really depends on. They get off to a hot start. Um, but, yeah, I like them. And uh, let's, let's move on to the fourth and final team of this division. Um, due to technical difficulties, we'll end it after the Cardinals today um, and then uh, discuss the AFC West another day. But the Cardinals, man, they're, they're an interesting football team this year. Would you, would you not agree? Oh, definitely. This is one of my, you know, most I've been looking forward to this team since they made the DeAndre
1: Hopkins trade, um, I've kind of been a Cardinals truth or a Cardinals believer, I'd say, really, since the, uh, I don't want to say since the inception of the Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray era. Um, but certainly early in the early going, um, even though they didn't win a whole lot of games last year, only five, I think it were five, ten, and one, they had a tie. Um, you can see kind of the, the seeds being planted, um, and the fruits of, you know, what could be, you know, one of the NFL's best, best offenses to come in the future. Um, Kyler to me is, you know, a Russell Wilson recreated, um, slightly different. I think he's a little bit quicker and shiftier than Wilson. Um, certainly not as strong, um, but same, you know, same kind of size, um, same touch on the ball. I mean, they both throw beautiful deep balls, um, incredibly accurate, especially when they have time, great throwing on the move. Um, I mean, I really love what I saw from him last year. I think he's exceptional and, and could be well on his way to being in that class of you know, I don't want to say Mahomes because he's in a class of his own, but, you know, Deshaun Watson, um, Carson Wentz, Stack Press guy, we just look at the young, the, the good young quarterbacks in the league. I mean, Lamar Jackson, obviously. Um, I think he he has the ability to be, you know, in there with those guys and be recognized. Um, and I think that Kingsbury is, you know, the perfect coach for him. Um, obviously there was a lot of questions about that hire when it first happened to, but I mean, you could see this team had, you know, a lot of the stuff that they ran last year, it was pretty, you know, they had some explosions on offense. Um, you know they were a young team. Um, they didn't know how to win close games. They had some costly turnovers. You know things things like that were expected. But I really expect this team to take a jump. And I think the Hopkins trade proved that. You know they're they're willing to go all in. You know this could be. I have a little bit of worry that this could. You know this team um, could kind of be the Browns of last year. Um, that this is worst case scenario because obviously you know the Browns were so hyped up and everything. And we always seem to sometimes be a year early. On you know the hyped up team, the team that you know you know is going to go from from bad to great. Um, so uh, I caution a little bit with that, but I, I really do like the upside. Um, I think Kyler, everything he showed me last year, he can take a tremendous jump again. Defensively, there's still question marks. Um, Jordan Hicks, former Eagle, had a good year for them last year, returning as the middle linebacker. Um, they still have Chandler Jones, um, first round pick Isaiah Simmons. I think will help a lot too with linebacker. Um, Buda Baker they just signed a huge extension in the secondary. Um, they added Drake Patrick, too. Um, so yeah, I mean, there is some young talent on this defense. I think that could, that, that probably will be a little bit more of a work in progress. Um, you could see them giving up a lot of points early in the year, maybe um, getting that defense corrected as the year goes on. But, uh, I mean, I, I love the offense, man. I think Larry Fitz, you know, he doesn't have much time left. I think he could be reinvigorated playing next to, you know, an old world talent in Hopkins, who's obviously one of the best receivers in the game um, and don't sleep on uh, my boy. And I know you like him too. Andy Isabella, um, young receiver, second round pick last year, had a few moments. Um, and I think with guys, you know, I think he he'll, he'll probably get a chance to play in the slot uh, along with Christian Kirk too. Who I like as well. Um, but I think Isabella, you know, with the, you know, with the, with the big weapons on the outside and Hopkins and Fitzgerald, um, I think Kingsbury will find a lot of ways to use him possibly as, you know, a Cooper Cup um, type of player, Cole Beasley, guys like that. I think you could see Isabella certainly Edelman in that kind of role um, this year catching a ton of passes. So I think he's a fantasy sleeper for me. Um, and I see this offense, you know, especially the passing game, um, could be one of the best in the league, you know, if it reaches its ceiling. So I got, uh, I, I got nine – I'm going to say nine wins for Arizona, um, possibly ten if they hit their ceiling. Um, and they could, it's hard to say right now, but I, I think they will be in the playoff chase up until the very end, um, with about nine to 10 wins. All
0: right. So you're a little more bullish on the Cardinals than I am. Um, yeah. I like, like you mentioned, I feel like this is the Browns of last year where we're, we're getting on this hype train and we're like, yo, D hop, you know, Larry Fitzgerald is yeah. still there. Kenyon right. Drake had a hell of a season you uh, know, that's the right. of year last year. I didn't mention Drake.
1: Yeah, exactly. You no.
0: Know, um, Tyler Murray's the next big thing. And I, I, I think that's all fair to say, you know, I think Kyler Murray is the next big thing. I have, I have him in mean, pegged in fantasy drafts around fifth round, sixth round as a quarterback. Um, I mean, I think Kenyon Drake is a second round fantasy running back even maybe in a first, if you play in a 12 team league, like their, their offense is going to be clicking this year. Um, I think DeAndre Hopkins is, you know, either the first or second best wide receiver in football. Um, if you had Tyler O'Shea on this podcast, he would argue to the death that D hop is number one. Um, so, I mean, yeah, their offense is going to be, I mean, I think they're different than the Browns where it's like, they have an offensive plan and you saw yeah. their offense do really good things last year. Um, and you know what, to be fair, they kept, it wasn't like they went out and traded for these weapons. Like they've had some of these weapons, uh, and then you saw Kane Drake get acclimated to an offense almost immediately um, last year when he came in and just dominated. And DeAndre Hopkins is a veteran wide receiver that's not hot-headed like OBJ was in uh, Cleveland. And he's not going to demand the football, you know. Right. He's going to say, oh, the offense is moving smoothly. I'm, I'm going to get mine still regardless if they're forcing me the ball or not. Um, so I really like their offense. I just think they're going to get caught in a lot of shootouts which is going to be terrible for them. Um, You know, young quarterbacks coming back in the game, it's a difficult thing to do. So, I mean, I have them at 7-9, and um, you know, just because their defense was so, so bad last year. Like, (laughs) I mean, just terrible, you know. And, I mean, yeah, Isaiah Simmons is going to be a huge piece for them. Um, I don't love Buda Baker, but obviously the Cardinals see something in him and maybe they're giving him a different type of a role this year. Um, you know, Drake Patrick is, was a good signing. So, I mean, I don't hate their defense. It's just like, I could see them getting caught in a lot of shootouts, um, yeah. which is not a good thing. Um, but yeah, for fantasy, you know, it's, I, an under the radar guy is Dan Arnold, their tight end. Oh, um, Dan yeah, Arnold, he, he had a solid last four games of the season last year, and he was getting looked at by Kyler Murray. Tyler Murray likes him near the red zone. He's a big, athletic. He's a pass catching only tight end, so he's going to be looked at in the red zone. I mean, you know, a lot of these weapons are fantasy relevant this year. I would say almost every offensive player on this team is fantasy relevant, um, which is crazy. You know, you would two years ago you'd be like, who on the Cardinals could I, yeah, you know, put in the lineup, and now it's like you can put in the quarterback, running back, tight ends uh Three receivers, you know, like you can put Isabella in a in a DraftKings lineup. I mean, it's crazy. So this team has taken a step up, um, and I have them at seven and nine. And you know what? More, I'm not going to hate on the nine and seven because it's not like you know sixteen and zero or something. Nine and seven is yeah. near 500 football, and that's kind of what I have them at. You know, I have yeah. them at 500 football roughly. So no. give or take a bad day or a good day here and. You know, it's yeah. another win. So um, I do like the Cardinals, and this division is it's going to shake up. Um, I mean, one one through four. What do you have here? Who's winning? Who's you know one through uh, four record?
1: I'm going to say that I got the the Seahawks winning it. Um, San Francisco second. Arizona will come in third, um, and the Rams will come in last. But I will say that. I do think the Cardinals will get a wild card. So I get two wild cards coming out of this division. I think it's the best division, certainly in the NFC. Um, and I'm going to say Seattle wins it. And with the extra wild card um, in play this year, I think two of the three wild cards will come from this division. Um, and they will be San Francisco and Arizona.
0: All right. I got, I got the Seahawks, Niners, Rams, and then the Cardinals. Um, you know, the bottom two teams could be flip-flop for me, probably depending on how the start of the season goes. So uh, it's going to be, yeah, like you said, Morris, probably the best division in the NFC, if not football. Uh, It's going to be fun to watch. And, um, I mean, yeah, that wraps up the NFC West. Uh, Unfortunately, Dom cannot (laughs) hold on and finish this podcast.